everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the radio show, hey? <laughs> Coming off one of the most Canadian episodes of all time, talking about hockey. Welcome back to my little radio show up here. We're just talking about things, syrup. Oh, hey, eh? Oh, hey. Dude, do we even say eh? Eh? Mmm. Stereotype. Maybe we say it and don't realize it. That's one of those weird ones uh, that they always write. Canada, they say eh? Uh... I don't know, man. I don't think I do. Maybe I have become, you know, you can become nose blind. Maybe I've become A blind. Maybe people are saying all the time around me, my little Canadian filter just completely um, doesn't pick it up. What do I know? I'm not, what am I, linguistic scientist? No, but anyway, man, I had one of those days today where you look back and you go, what was I doing a year ago? And today, for some reason, I remembered exactly one year ago today on the day i flew to toronto showcased for just for laughs and then i came back the next day it was an in and an out and i thought about how what a strange thing to think about how the world has changed i don't know if you guys are aware things are a little different now (laughs) i mean duh we all know it but when you actually think back to like, do you ever go on your phone and just look back at pictures and go, what was I doing one year ago? Just look back at the photos from a year ago and you're like, geez, I was in Bali giving an elephant a bath. You can't even get close to an elephant now. So that really made me realize, man, how stuff, how much stuff can change in such a short time, but also how long time, what is time? Eh? Maybe just time in A, we don't even know about. So crazy to think about that. Now, I do remember this too. I had a sketchy-ass hotel when I went there. Because I was only going for one night. I had to pay for everything, right? The flight, the hotel. I'm trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep it low here. So I'm not taking a giant goose egg on the trip. And Toronto is one of those cities where it's like, oh, do you want to come stay for a night? And you're like, Yeah. And then they're like, do you, know, um, do you know Drake? And you're like, well, I know of him. They're like, no, but do you know him personally? And I'm like, uh, no, I never met him. And they go, well, then you're screwed. Because you better hope you know someone with a mansion that you can come stay at their place. Otherwise, you're paying $400 for a hotel. Insane. The cheapest hotel, I remember looking back, was like literally four hundred dollars. It's such a tough one to justify to yourself, spending four hundred dollars to just sleep in a place. So I found this Gucci, ooh, hot deal. I found this hot, <laughs> hot deal. Eighty-four dollar hotel. It was either eighty-four or it was like one twenty, but I remember it was substantially less than the other hotels around. And of course. What, one of the things that you should think, when there's one hotel that's way cheaper than the others, you go, that's a bit of a red flag. Huh. But no, if you're popping in for one night, you go, worth it. I'm going to roll the dice. And I remember it was so much cheaper, and it was inside of like a strip mall. You, I had to go into a strip mall past like a Persian rug store, and there was a, I've never seen anything like this for a hotel. There was like a random elevator behind this rug store. You hop in that all the way up. And you push like three. I don't even know how I figured this out. There was no signage. 
it's one of those where I, I follow my map on my phone and it says you're here and you look around and you're like, I'm where? I'm where? I don't see nothing. So I go past Subway, the Persian carpet store. I find this elevator. I go in. I push three. Bing, bang. Doors open. I'm in a hotel. What? Super strange. Doors open. And now I'm just in the <laughs> lobby of a hotel. I think it was a Holiday Inn Express or something like that. But it was spelt with one N. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. This was like one of those hotels where it feels like somebody individually owned it. And I'm all about the mom and pop shop. You know, you don't want to see the whole world turn into giant corporations, except for hotels. That's the one where I'm like, I kind of like the big chain. I kind of like the big chain because you have some guarantees. And trust me, I've been in so many hotels over the years doing stand-up that I've seen the I've seen the full gamut. I've seen ones where it was just portables. That they made into a hotel. I've seen one like every. I've seen every combination. I've seen every type of toilet you could see. You think toilets would be standardized? No, no. So you get into a. You can tell it's a really bad hotel when the toilet is like two thirds the size of a regular toilet. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's. I mean, it's obviously cheaper. It's less toilet. You're buying less toilet. But this hotel was so strange, on the top of a strip mall. And then you had to go up one more floor and you just walk down a hallway that was just shapes of shapes. The hallway was like, you, they gave me the most vague instructions as to how to get to my room, which is so annoying. Because here's the thing with hotels. When it's a regular hotel and it's easy, they over explain everything to you, right? They're like, have you stayed with us before? And you're like, no, but I've been in many hotels. I think I know. Is this key? Does this go in my door? Okay, you want to go up the stairs and then you're going to see a yellow sign and then you're going to go left and you're going to keep on walking and your door is going to be the seventh door on the right. But you don't have to count the doors because what we've also done is we've added numbers to the rooms. So... I'm going to write this number down on your card here and you're just going to follow that and keep going. And then when you see the number on the room door that matches your card that I just gave you, that's going to be your room. And you're like, oh my God, yes. And you just want to go and you're like, okay, thank you. Oh, I'll also let you know that we do have a breakfast in the morning and um, the breakfast will begin at. 530 I would recommend if you want to get here early like 525 that's probably fine because uh, we have our different chef in tomorrow Rachel she's usually a bit early so you can come and be there and it's open to you could have one guest come and you're like what what is going on right now I don't I'm not even going to this breakfast. 530 I'm not going to this breakfast and then also there is a um, there's a set of monkey bars if you go if you go down this first floor hallway take a right by the statue there's some monkey bars over there 7 a.m to 2 p.m is children's time but after you could do the pull-ups on them there's some monkey bars You're like oh my god i get it i just want to go to my room and then when you get to <laughs> 
they overexplain it. And you're like, yeah, I could have figured this out. I have a key card. It's got my room number on it. I go into the elevator shaft. It goes up. I go to my thing. No, I got it. I, I know how a building works. Unless that's a government test to suss out if I'm an alien. Because only an extraterrestrial would sign in and check into a Holiday Inn Express, which is where they would stay. Because you're an alien. You got to conserve funds. You can't be hopping around the universe, staying at all the nicest hotels. Who's paying for that? The, the, you think the alien government's going to be pumped? That you're, you're hopping around Earth, Andromeda, staying in the four, what is it called? The Four Seasons? The double tree everywhere you go? No. Holiday Inn Express. That would be the test. If you, if someone checks in and then you're like, yeah, your room 212. How do I get to my room? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how to use an elevator. You're like, boom, we got him. Call the CIA. Call whatever the Canadian equivalent is of that because we got him. Okay? And so this hotel, though, in Toronto was so confusing and the you know when the person who's been doing the job has been doing it so long that they're just on autopilot and they forget that you don't work there like they forget you don't know anything about it they just assume you have this base level of knowledge and they start remember, you ever have someone just say something that's so nonsensical and then they get pissed at you that's what that actually happened to me at the Toronto airport when i rented the car Cause I'm like, where do I go? And they're like, <sighs> like the fact I asked a question irritated them. <sighs> Sir, you go to the parking lot with your, like you go to your, you take the pink piece of paper, you go to the parking lot. There's going to be a guy there. you talk to him. He will give you keys. Then you go to lot B, lot B. You want to take the yellow sheet and the pink sheet, keep the yellow, put the pink sheet in the back, drive around to the North side of the parquet. When you get there, have a lot, your license ready. I don't, the north side, the pink sheet, what's going on here? And then I remember I got to this like toll booth to get out. And then again, they're like, I hand them the rental agreement. And like, they're like, <sighs> and I'm like, now what? They're like, Ugh, do you have your license? And I'm like, I, yes, I didn't know. Why are you guys being so mean to me? You don't see a lot of smiles at the car rental. You don't see a lot of high morale. And so that was my introduction. Then I get to that hotel. And yeah, it was the same. It's just like, they're like, yeah, go to, uh, yeah, your room's uh, number 327. But it's on the second floor. It's one of those, right? Where the room is like 327. But you go to the second floor and it has rooms 311. And this is what always happens is you get room 327. And you start going down the hallway and there's an arrow that points like 310 to 326 this way. And you're like, okay, well, that's not. And then there's another one that says 328 to 341. Yours is the one room that's not on a sign anywhere. What the fuck? What? And you start realizing pretty quickly why this room was $84. But then you get in there. And it was actually completely worth it because it was a huge room. It was huge because of how dumb it was designed. And I swear to God, this was not this building was not built to be a hotel. I literally think they turned some like they just turned a section of the mall 
into a Holiday Inn or some some shit. Like my room was shaped like it used to be an Orange Julius stand or some shit. So weird memory though. Weird memory to have. And I I remember it was just so it was a weird one. You fly in. I remember being so tired. Ugh. Tired. And then I had to go perform that night. Fly back the next day. I flew back the next day. Landed at the airport. And because of the time change, it works favorably for coming back west. You can leave Toronto at a, at a reasonable time and come back to Calgary. I landed here at like 6. And I just drove straight to work. <laughs> I remember people being like, how was your night? And I was like, that's good. Like, you do anything? I'm like, yeah, I was in Toronto. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? They're like, you were here. You were here on Monday, and I'm like, yeah, I took Tuesday. I was in Toronto last night. I flew in, and they're like, Jesus. And I said, you should have seen my Gucci room, dude. But at least uh, Toronto is one of those cities too where you can actually get around using the transit. I like that. Calgary, we got a, we got a C train, but it doesn't connect to the airport. Don't even get me started. Connect it to the airport, man. That's one of the things I love about Vancouver, too, is you get off the plane, and they actually have a train that goes to the city. And you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Of course. Of course you connect your public transit train to the airport, the number one place that people need to go, and not have their vehicle. But not here. Not here. you got to drive. To the airport here, which is such a conundrum because you're like, all right, I either pay $3,000 for parking. By the way, actually, no, here's a here's a pro tip. It's always cheaper to park than get a taxi. Depending on where you are in the city, it's almost always cheaper to park in the Econo lot, in the peasant lot. You're not getting that Gucci indoor lot. You got to go out in the economy lot, but it is cheaper. It's also a graveyard in the winter of cars that have just broken down. I remember that was the time that same day a year ago when I came home on the 27th, February. There it was freezing and like there was just it was just a graveyard of people not able to start their cars. But you know what? Guess whose car did? My little Honda Civic fired right up, man. You want to talk about reliability? That's our new sponsor for this podcast, Honda Civics. I'm just going to start saying things are sponsors and maybe they'll start giving me stuff. This podcast is sponsored by Honda Civics. Not even not even Honda directly. Honda Civics. Directly. Come on, hook me up. What are they like 18,000 bucks? Hook me up. Give me one. I'm not being greedy here. I'm not saying Range Rover. I'm not saying anything super fancy. I just give give me a little Honda Civic. Those things just rip around. Oh, man. And by the way, here, I want to end it on this because this, this is a update. I brought this up ages ago, but one of the... You guys know I'm a junior detective, junior investigator. I solve crimes. I fight crimes. And I... And I... I, I yeah, that's it. I, saw, <laughs> I was almost going to say I do crimes, but then I'm like, what, am I going to arrest myself? Doesn't make any sense. So, Honey and Barry Sherman, I've talked about this, billionaires... Billionaires that lived in Toronto speak of the devil, and they were murdered. The weirdest part here is they were they were murdered three years ago in a community that has cameras on every house. These are billionaires with security. I mean, they didn't have any physical security people, but you think their house would have security? 
and there has never been a conclusion to any of it. And it's frightening to think that somebody can kill two people and you never hear anything. My suspicion, police botch job. That's my suspicion. I think they dropped the ball, but there's been no updates. Then this, by the way, just for more, by the way, apparently, um, yeah, so this guy, the pharmaceutical billionaire and his wife, and they were, they found them hanging in the pool. So originally the police just said it's a suicide and then there was public pressure, all this type of stuff. They reinvestigated and then they're like, oh, my bad. This is suspicious as shit. Yeah. Cause two people don't just randomly hang themselves. When they're 60, normally. So they've investigated. But here's the weirdest part to me is that uh, as soon as it was basically deemed free, like the police released the house, getting all their evidence, all that type of stuff, the family destroyed the house. And that's what's so suspicious to me is the family destroyed the house where their parents lived. And now it says... That the two children, the youngest kids, brother and sister, are fighting for control of the family empire. Could it be any more obvious? This is why I cannot be a lawyer. I I cannot be a member of a jury because you need to prove beyond reasonable doubt that somebody killed them. But to me, I put those two pieces of evidence together and I'm like, yo, guilty. Hundo P. And I'm saying Hundo P because we talked a lot about Toronto in this episode. And that's what they say in Toronto. Hundo P. Hundo P guilty. Or you think it's a coincidence that their parents died. And then they destroyed the house. And now they're fighting over all the cash. How sick is that? That's so gross though. If you, if that really is what happened. Or really, if there's even a kernel of truth. I mean, it's already gross that two people. It's billions of dollars. And I guess to an average person, it's so far beyond what we can comprehend. You think, can't you guys just be happy each getting half of that? You're not going to be able to spend it. You're not going to be able to spend it. So you're going to fight over what? Who gets the extra hundred million or some shit? Who knows, right? I don't know the details, but it seems real suspicious. And by the way, curveball, one of the things that Honey and Honey and Barry were doing was they were starting to give away some of the cash. So very interesting. And there's just updates now. And I'm like, I called it. I called it. These two psychos killed their parents and now they just want the money. God, I'm looking at their photo right now. They got demon eyes. (laughs) Maybe it's not fair to judge. How do you, how does this happen? And no one solves it though. It still bugs me to this day. Honestly, that bugs me to this day. And maybe when I do another look back in a year from now, I'll be amazed and they'll have solved it. Let's hope for that. Let's hope that they solve this murder mystery. Look in your phone. Look back uh, one year ago today and see your photo and see what you were doing. Blow your own mind. Blow your own mind right now with thinking about how different it was on February 27th. 2020, because that was right at the cusp of stuff shutting down. That was right. It'd be funny to see yourself. You could call yourself and FaceTime your, if you could FaceTime into the past, that would be the best and call yourself and just go, ha 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 ha. Buckle up for the next couple of weeks. Lots going to change. And then you're like, what is that me? And you're like, this is me. And you're like, how are you calling me? And you're like, there's way too much to explain. Bye. 
Have a fun year. <laughs> All right, you guys, have an amazing Saturday. And of course, I will see you again tomorrow.